Bill O'Reilly here, Wednesday, February 24th, 2021. You are listening to the O'Reilly Update. Here's what's happening today in America. Congress holding hearings on the Capitol Hill riots. COVID cases rise in Western Europe. Liberal New Yorkers turn on Governor Cuomo. Leaders in Tacoma, Washington cancel Benjamin Franklin. Economists rank the most taxed cities in the USA. Also ahead, if you take drugs, I have a message for you. But first, top law enforcement officials describing to Congress a cascade of intelligence failures before the January 6th riot in Washington. According to former Capitol Police Chief Stephen Sund, an FBI memo claiming some demonstrators were actively preparing for war made it to his intelligence division at 7 p.m. the night before the insurrection. But the police chief didn't see the information. We don't know why. COVID hammering Western Europe once again, leaders in France, Germany, Sweden, struggling to contain outbreaks as new strains of the disease spread. Stockholm recommending new mask mandates after shunning protective gear for almost a year. A new poll from Maris says New York Governor Andrew Cuomo is in big trouble. Six in ten say there was wrongdoing in his handling of the state's nursing homes during the pandemic. About 15,000 senior citizens in New York died in those homes. 41% of New Yorkers believe his actions were unethical, 19% illegal. Cuomo's overall approval rating dropping to 49%, down 17 points. San Francisco may have abandoned its drive to purge historical figures from public schools, but the movement is alive further up the West Coast. Officials in Washington state scrubbing Ben Franklin's name from a 20-acre park in Tacoma. City leaders will rededicate the grounds to Rosa Franklin, the first African-American woman to serve in the Washington State Senate. Forbes magazine ranking the highest tax cities in America. Number one, Los Angeles. The city has $1.5 billion in payroll costs alone. Folks there earning $100,000 take home half of their salary. Lowest tax towns, Rapid City, South Dakota, Cheyenne, Wyoming, better known as God's country. In a moment, using drugs, is it Dad, right back. Everything is expensive these days, you know that. The government is printing trillions of dollars in consumer prices higher than ever. If the government continues its printing and spending, the dollar could continue its freefall and lose its coveted role as the world reserve currency. Let's hope that doesn't happen. But there are a few things you can do right now. American Hartford Gold can show you how to protect your money, your retirement, your hard-earned savings against inflation by helping you diversify a portion of your portfolio into physical gold and silver. Start with a short phone call, and they can have physical gold and silver delivered right to your door or put inside your 401k or IRA. So please call or text them right now. Tell them Bill O'Reilly sent you. Call 877-444-GOLD, 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD 
to 65532. Again, that's 877-444-GOLD or text GOLD to 65532. Time now for the O'Reilly Update. Message of the day is taking drugs, including pot, bad? Well, if you believe the stats, it is. Listen to this from the National Institutes of Health and the Centers for Disease Control. One in five American children, that's 20%, live with a parent who has a substance abuse problem. 80% of all child abuse cases in the USA involve adults who are intoxicated. Children are three times as likely to be neglected in homes where parents use drugs. Half of all unemployed men in America use opioids. Half. More than 400,000 people have died from drug overdoses in recent years. Yet, yet, 13 states have now legalized marijuana for recreational drug use, sending a strong signal to children that pot is just fine. Nothing wrong with that. And in crazy left Oregon, hard drugs, heroin, methamphetamine, fentanyl, cocaine are now acceptable. You can carry them on your person in Oregon and the police can do nothing. Simply put, all of this is insane. So you may remember that in the 1930s and the 1920s, there was prohibition in America. Alcohol was banned and it did not work because most Americans wanted to drink. So ultimately, alcohol was legalized. That was called prohibition. But there is a difference between consuming a beer, a glass of wine, and then taking heroin or smoking a joint. The goal of drugs is to numb you, intoxicate you, get you high, alter your state of mind. Now, I lived in a home. My parents, they drank once in a while. They were drinking beer a little bit, wine, but they never saw them drunk. And my father could drink uh, a bottle of beer and not be altered in any ways. But I never saw anybody in my Levittown, New York neighborhood take drugs until I was about 16 years old. Then they swept in, and I'm talking heroin, and a lot of kids got in big trouble. So now, as a society, we're saying, ah, this drugs thing, that's not so bad. Well, who do you think is living on the streets of all of our cities? Homeless, desperate. Who do you think those people are? They're drug addicts, they're alcoholics. And we're glorifying this, we're telling children, it's okay, you wanna get stoned, go ahead. This is gonna harm the United States of America down the road in a major way. It already has. Taking drugs is bad. I'm Bill O'Reilly and I approve the message by writing it. Disagree, I'd like to hear from you. Bill at BillOReilly.com.
In a moment, something you might not know. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Now the O'Reilly Update brings you something you might not know. 30 years ago today. The armed forces of the United States and 35 other nations launched a land invasion of Kuwait and Iraq. The mission would go down as one of the most successful military campaigns in history, Operation Desert Storm. On August 2nd, 1990, Saddam Hussein's Iraqi army invaded Kuwait, a tiny oil-rich country and strategic ally of Europe and the USA. Three months later, the United Nations Security Council passed a resolution authorizing the use of force against Iraq if it failed to withdraw from Kuwait by January 15, 1991. Saddam ignored the deadline, telling his top aides the U.S. was bluffing. He said, quote, American society cannot accept 10,000 dead in one battle. They will not attack, unquote, the next day. American and British forces launched a six-week air campaign against Iraq. More than 100,000 tons of bombs were dropped on targets surrounding Baghdad. On February 24th, a massive ground offensive began. Saddam's forces were rapidly overwhelmed. In less than 24 hours, the Iraqi army was totally defeated. 10,000 troops were held as prisoners, and a U.S. airbase was established deep inside Iraqi territory. Four days later, Kuwait was liberated. President Bush the Elder declared a ceasefire on February 28th. Iraq promised to comply with all future UN resolutions, a promise Saddam broke. 125 American soldiers and roughly 50,000 Iraqi troops were killed in Desert Storm. And here's something else you might not know. The operation was not only the most successful military campaign in U.S. history, toppling an entire army in less than 100 hours. But it was also one of the largest global coalitions ever assembled. Countries from every continent except Antarctica participated in the mission to liberate Kuwait, including Argentina, Australia, Morocco, Saudi Arabia, Ireland, Turkey, and Sweden. By the way, your humble correspondent was on the scene in Kuwait, reporting from the so-called Highway of Death shortly after the Iraqis surrendered. Back after this. I'm Mike Slater from the podcast Politics by Faith. This is a crazy time in our country. It's stressful, a lot of anxiety, and it's going to get worse. And I realized that one of the things that helps me take away the stress is realizing that there's nothing new under the sun. So on this podcast, we take the news of the day and we run it through the Bible and other periods in history to realize that we've been through this before and we can rise above again. Politics by Faith, anywhere you listen to the podcast. Politics by Faith faith. Thank you for listening to the O'Reilly Update. I am Bill O'Reilly. No spin, just facts, and always looking out for you.